with the realm of positive school, within the realm of positive school culture lies the, the uh, treasure of academic achievement. He talks about creating that culture, and you heard me talk about the culture and the environment that says, families, we want you. And each teacher at a school needs to have a vision for a culture that engages families. The biggest barrier, the biggest barrier we've found to family involvement is the mindset of the educators. And a lot of times, I'm talking, most of the time I'm talking to educators. But we've got to do a paradigm shift. You heard me say earlier about educators that say parents just don't care. They, don't, they care, they may not know how to get involved. We talked about all the pieces why parents aren't involved, but we as educators got to shift our paradigm knowing that we alone cannot educate children at the highest possible level. The lack of involvement for some families is not apathy, but the loss of hope. They just don't, they've just lost, I mean, they're dealing with so many other things. The last thing they wanna do is deal with the greatest fear was that my child is going to be just like me. That's the fear that they're dealing with. I was a dropout. I'm making minimal wages. I can barely put food on this table. And look, here's my daughter. She's doing the same thing that I did. Here's my son. He's acting just like his father. So now I'm hopeless. We've got to help them change that. So we need to reevaluate. We need to recall. Well, the classroom and the school really needs to create a culture for families. Okay, this is new in that Kentucky looked at the proficiency puzzle and what they did when they looked at family involvement, they saw that we talked about family involvement and we talked about it. So often family involvement is something that's added on to the end of what we're gonna do. Okay, this is what we're gonna do for families. We're going to have FCAT night. We're going to have a carnival. We're going to have reading with your child. But they really had no way of measuring the effectiveness of this. So what the uh, educational commissioner did in looking at that, he thought, there is a missing piece here. Now, is the website on this one? Yeah. And it's a long website. Believe me, I typed it in, and you want to make sure. But if you type in that website, it will take you right to this whole study, and it will give you a printout of this, which is the missing piece, which is exactly what they did to do this. Now, they looked at the research. They knew that parent involvement was really the key if they wanted to lead in education. If they wanted to have high standardized testing, they knew they had to do something about this parent involvement piece, and they knew they had to do it differently. So they looked at Joyce Epstein's stuff, they looked at PTA, and they developed six objectives. What did they do different than some of the other things we've talked about is that they also had teachers and supporters and advocates be a part of the decision making and created indicators for what these pieces look like. And they created a grid for each objective. And what they could actually go in and do is look at these other indicators. This means you're proficient in this area. And they could actually check it off as they went into the schools. And it looks something like this. I know you can't read this. Go to the website. You can get the whole piece for each objective. But a school could be anything from a novice 
all the way up to being distinguished in family involvement. And this could actually be graded, just like the old walkthroughs where principals could actually walk to a school and see whether a teacher was on level. This is what Kentucky did because they really wanted family involvement to be an intricate part of this. And when we talk about family involvement, you heard me say it's not just an add-on. For each goal that a school has in the parent involvement, or not parent involvement, but the school improvement plan should have a piece that deals with families and how we're going to involve families in reaching high student achievement. There are 10 family involvement principles that I want to talk about. There's a lot more, but these are 10 that we're going to talk about. Remember, family involvement is more than coming to school. Some families are involved without ever setting foot on the campus. And that is going to be true even in today's culture because some families just cannot work their schedules to be there. Uh, consider and address why families are not involved. And this is an incident that, was a, that I did as an advocate that really kind of still sticks in my mind. I went to the school to do a parent involvement program for the night. Literally, I, where we were in the cafeteria, I could see the community that the school served. Guess what? They were not in that program that night. And you're like, they only had to walk across the street. And I said afterwards why that was happening. That school had not created a relationship with that community. Because guess what? If that school had a relationship with that community, that room would have been packed. Transportation wasn't an issue. It just wasn't, they've never reached out to us before. Now you're having a program, you want us to come? We're watching TV tonight. <laughs> Be very specific about what you ask families to do. We talked about that early. So often parents want to be involved, but they don't know what to do. So we need to be very specific when we're asking them to be involved. Help families to understand that they have a vital and active role in their child's education. When I work with families, I would tell them, you're your child's first teacher, and you really are the most important teacher your child will ever have. They will have 20, 30-some teachers that come in and out of their lives, but guess what? You're consistent. And we are also supposed to work with families as if they are also professionals. They are professionals. Just because we have a degree that makes them no less of a professional educator of their child. Work to build and foster relationships. We just talked about that. And I'm going to tell you, the schools that do this well, they have programs where you have standing room only for those families because they have worked on building those relationship pieces. Conduct communication and events in a manner that, as a parent, you also like to be involved. And I call this the three Fs, food, fun, and families, you know? Because if you think about it, as a family, what do you want to be involved in? Because most educators are also what? Parents. What kind of things would draw you in? Think as a parent, not as the educator sometimes if we want to really get parents involved. Be sure to genuinely reach out to your families because if we're phonies, guess what? They can see right through us. Now, with this, with the resource that we talked about that will be under the resource tab, with some of the things we are, we've talked about, what I would like for people that view this video to start thinking about is actually using these resources to develop a parent, a family-friendly or parent involvement action plan. 
looking at your schools, looking at what we're strong in, looking at what we need to work in, on, and actually develop that plan. Look at what the barriers are, and how does the staff regard parent involvement? And if you know you have people on your staff that really could care less or really don't have the skills to reach out to families, know that that exists on your campus and then reach out to that person to help bring them along in that process. One thing about an action plan, make sure you got a goal, that you got activities that's associated with that goal, make sure it is measurable, there's a timeline assigned to it, there's a person assigned to it, and that we can measure it. When, what will we do, who's the contact person, the resources needed, and any other sources. Remember, with family-friendly schools, the ultimate concern of families, the communities, educators is what? That students perform at the highest possible level. We really do have the same goal. What we've got to do is now partner, come together to make sure our children have the best education possible. Educators also must advocate for partnerships with families and the community. Research tells us that schools that perform, and I've said it before, at the highest level on standardized tests and students that we've truly closed the achievement gap have great parent engagement. It is our responsibility as educators to create a climate on our campuses where families are engaged, they feel welcome, and that they feel that they are a part of the educational process. With the Florida Perk, that's what we do. We work with schools, we work with families to help build those skills to reach out and engage families because we know it truly takes all of us if we are gonna educate all children in the United States. Thank you. Find out how you can become a member of the Florida Association of Partners in Education, log on to www.flpie.net. This program was produced by the Florida Education Channel, a program initiative of the Panhandle Area Educational Consortium in Chipley, Florida.